0: welcome to trailblazer igniting business and community here we share insights tools concepts we'll bring on guests as we stoke the fire to help grow businesses and communities are you ready for this week's episode here are our hosts Welcome back, listeners, to the Trailblazer Podcast. My name is Dave McDonald with Mobile Tier. John Oliver at John Wealth Partners. And we're so grateful to have you guys join us again for this week's episode. So, without further ado, we just kind of want to get right into this and kind of carry on this stream from uh, last week's episode. So, John, take they're us all away.
1: they're all becoming interconnected in some way, and, and we're kind of talking about a great topic uh, today. It's very controversial because uh, you, if you look at me, and as you'll see as we talk here you'll see there's two sides of the stone. But at the end of the day, selling should be part of your business it should. every day. I mean, there's there's really no way around it. And that doesn't mean selling, getting the black suit on, uh, gelling the hair back and, and putting up a sign. That's <laughs> yeah. that's not what we're talking about. But the bottom line is if you're not an advocate and if you're not there for your business and your message, then then who is? Right? Exactly. So. When you hear the word selling, a lot of times we go into one or two places. One, we've got that fear, that hatred, that squirmy kind of feeling, you know, being sold. I don't want to be sold. I don't want to be sold. Or we go to the place of like, of course, you know, if I don't sell, I'm not going to make any money.
0: Exactly. (laughs) And I love those two places because that is true, right? Everybody gets into those two mindsets whenever they hear the term selling and sold. What we want to share today, though, is that selling goes beyond, far beyond selling a product or a service. Um, you know, and I don't want anyone to ever be in that arena of I hate selling and I hate being sold to. You really need to be in that mindset because it happens every day whether we're conscious to it or not. Mm-hmm. So here are a few questions to kind of get us started in this fun world of selling as an everyday function of your business this one ties directly back into last week's um, episode. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, please. Um, But this is, are you selling your why daily? Mm -hmm. Question two, are you selling your products and services? Or are you helping making customers' lives better? And it's a way different way of looking at Mm -hmm. the term selling. And third, are you positioned for sales opportunities, including ultimately selling your business? So yes, we're tying this back. Like John said at the top of this, this is all starting to intertwine itself and it, it should be. That's how we really want it to be. So really, are you in that mindset to be sold to ultimately being sold that you're going to sell your business? So with that, John, why don't you take us into the first one and carry off the why, since I know that was a very passionate side of your world. And
1: it was it was a great conversation we had last week. So go back and, and listen to that if you can. But the bottom line is, you know, are you selling your why? You know, are are you selling it to yourself every morning? Yep. So are you looking in the mirror and you're believing in what you're doing and you're passionate? Those you're morning affirmations. Happy? Yes. <laughs> and are you are you ready for the day? I mean, is that is that something you do, Dave, or how do you how do you approach that? You know,
0: I do get excited because the why is what drives me to do what I do. Um, don't get me wrong; there are mornings where I'm like, "Oh, this is going to be a busy day," and I, you know, got my mind frame, but. Take a deep breath, step back, remind myself why I'm doing this, remind myself of the long game, and then I go. And that usually chills me out a little bit to get me excited back into play.
1: Totally. And we mentioned this a little bit last time, but it's I find myself as you know trying to be a leader within the company selling the story, selling your message, and yeah. selling your why to your team, you know? and now you're creating now you're creating a sales force you know exactly. whether you like it or not if you've got your whole team on 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 board and you guys are all saying the same message and you believe in it now you are selling your why and you're doing it in in more ways than one you're you're not just doing it yourself you're doing it with the with the team
0: right? well and having that staff support side of that why and it's not just selling it to your staff right it's showing them also that they need to be the ones out selling it as well because they're active in you know bringing it back i've never you know let's just take a restaurant for example i have never met a waiter or a waitress that's working at abc restaurant that has ever said you know what this place really sucks like don't eat here no said no waiter or waitress ever And that's because they bought into why it's a cool place to work there, why it's great food or great service or product, whatever it's offering. And they got that from the owner. Correct. And if it wasn't the owner selling it, your employees weren't going to have that to begin with. So it all ties back. And to add one caveat, too, and John, you can speak to this. What does it feel like from a customer standpoint when you understand the why a business is here as a customer doesn't that make you feel jazzed to go in there and go talk to them? Yeah, you. It changes everything. Your perspective is
1: it's t- totally flipped on its head, 100, 180 degrees. Yeah, so it's, it's as a awesome customer, feel. you know
0: why they're there. Yeah, not exactly. just they opened a vacant building and they whatever. No, they that's have a how reason you build, for there.
1: Correct. I mean, that's how you build uh, your your following. That's how you build your fans. You know, yeah. and you, you got to have some of those because now you just created a couple different sales forces. You have your your team. And all of a sudden, you've got a whole bunch of advocates out there selling your why to their friends and family, and they don't even know it. Exactly. And that's when you want it. It's genuine. So going back to the and waitress. And it's free. And it's free. And it's free. The <laughs> yeah. best marketing people. Um, it, it, it goes back to the, the waitress. Like, you can see it in their eyes often, or waiter, waitress. It, it, like, you know when they're... I mean, you get some good ones sometimes when they're oh, yeah. selling it. Like, And they're like, no, I love the the soup here, you know, like, and you're like, you really do love the soup here. I'll take some soup. Yeah. So it's, I think you made a good point when you first started talking about this is it's not just kind of selling like jamming it down their throat. It's, it's, it's kind of creating and understanding and all and, and everybody believing in that why so that they are in, they are in a natural way, believing it themselves and then sharing it out into the world. Yeah. Which brings us to the next point is, are you sharing it with your community. Now if you do the things we just said, naturally you will share it within your Oh, community. that organic growth for sure. You make sure that you are sharing that within your uh com- community because that is going to be where you start to put a flag in the ground and really create, you know, your, you know, your little mini empire. And yeah. and you've got to. If you don't, then you're not having anyone out there selling for you, your why, your message, your beliefs then you're basically just sitting there with one person sitting out on a computer typing stuff and it doesn't that doesn't sell much.
0: Well I and mean, when <laughs> you buy into the community, you get that those community supporters that are gonna talk about you. I know I just experienced the other day, um, you know, there was um another business professional that I do business with and they were doing a birthday. And, you know, she just put it out there like, hey, I'm gonna be at, you know, how you know our one of our local favorite breweries? I'm going to be here at four o'clock. Come see me. There were people that came to say happy birthday to her that know her. They didn't know the place. Yeah. So it was cool that it tied back to a community establishment and bringing new faces. And that's really again your why because your why drifted to your customer. Your customer really liked it, and they're going to bring the community with them. So it all gets out there organically and growth. 100%. Love it. So with that, let's I mean, get into the one. nitty-gritty on sales. Yeah. Sales should be about helping your customers, not about making the sale. And real quick before I cut you off is that's the that's the whole point. That is. That, I mean, that
1: that's where when you finally realize that, that's when the flip happens in your in your head and you're like, yeah, no I don't sell, but but you are. You, yeah. you really are. You but, really are. But in your brain and in all reality you've made that mental switch in that approach and that's the key go ahead you
0: know we've we've all met this salesperson right they're just they will tell you anything and everything under the sun and just jam whatever it is product service whatever they're trying to do to get you to buy even though 30 seconds into that you knew it and honestly, that salesperson knows it too that you do not need or want this product. <laughs> yeah. And as a slight caveat here, and I'll give a prime example. Early on, I was back in my 20s. I had a roommate. We were renting um, a condo. And the tile was tile floor throughout. Just not a piece of carpeting to be found yeah. in the entire condo. One night, a guy came knocking. He was trying to sell a vacuum. We have tile floors. And he literally looked in. Yeah, and true. you know, you see deer and headlight look, and you know, said oh, I. I sell this, and I'd love to give you a demonstration. I'm thinking, dude, We clean our floors with a mop and a dustpan. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean not need it's, to vacuum. Yeah, but because he's in sales and I'm in sales, I thought I'd bring the guy in, and if yeah, nothing little. else, I will give him an opportunity to hone exactly. his craft. Right, I'll do the same thing, Dave. And this man tried everything <laughs> he could to sell this vacuum. At the end of the day, I was like, look you forgot the first part about selling. He goes, what's that? And I'm like, you didn't assess my needs. Yeah. I've got tile floors. Me and need. And so that's what I mean is that sales side of it, you have to look at it as what do your customers need? How are they going to know about it? And then it's getting them to know why they need it. And they may not know, have a need for it until you expose that need.
1: Correct. Yep. And, and sometimes the timing isn't perfect either. I mean, maybe yep. they do understand that 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 maybe that needs on the horizon so they need to get back to you in six months but at least now they know and yeah they know that they're, they know who to go to in six months so exactly. understanding that I like the point you made here is just the idea of understanding that no matter what I mean be ready for for the word no yes I mean, and the no that usually when you're younger or if you're really selling something you really don't believe in the no to you means a lot it's devastating you're very emotional you feel like you're not really doing a good job, you're, you're not quite sure, you get frustrated. Whereas as time goes and you mature and you know why you're selling something, the no becomes, hey, we're just not a good fit. Yeah. And that's okay, not everyone's gonna, your company and product and service is not gonna fit all, you know, seven billion or trillion, How many people? <laughs> it's not <laughs> gonna fit, that. okay people? Yeah. <laughs> but you might really attract 10 or 20 or 1,000 or 100,000 people, yeah. you really can. It's not that hard, but just understand, That comes with a lot of no's. It does
0: come with a lot of (laughs) no's. And again, it's taking that next step, being a no-brainer, finding out what the customer's needs. But I like this one too. And this tends to, customers tend to always stay away from this because, again, they don't necessarily want to be sold to. Mm -hmm. But upselling is not a bad word. Mm -hmm. And you as a business owner need to know that because you assess their need and you sold them a service or a product to fulfill that need but it may have to come with something extra. I know my wife is in sales and you know, she'll sell something and then you go, "Well, hey, did you want the tote for that or did you want the cleaner for this or, you know, it really goes along with this product." It's no different than someone walks in to, you know, a boutique and goes, "Well, I need a belt. Do you have the pair of pants to go with the belt?" Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like a dumb question because well, you would assume they would have the pants because that's why they want the belt. But do they have the right pants? Are they open for another pair of pants? Mm-hmm. You don't know unless you ask. Correct. And that is part <laughs> of the opposite. <laughs> exactly. John you was waiting ask. for the ask.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. You don't know if you don't ask. Now, my my uh, experience with this is when I worked in the bank world, I was an advisor in a bank setting for many years. And all the tellers would be like, well, I don't. And we would say, you know, you got to cross sell and make sure you upsell a little bit. You know, if you yeah. want the CD, ask them if they want the money market or if they want to talk to the investment team. And they're like, well, I feel really, I'm not quite sure. And I'm like, why don't you understand? So I would take them and educate them on why it's important, what the process is. So then they were, they were sold into the system yeah. and why it's important. And those people that really got it. They said to, to me, "Okay, this is not an upsell. This is the they need. This is the next thing they need. Yeah, and we that is to make their sure. Life. Yeah, to to make sure that we ask that if, if they have it. You know, yeah. if they don't or not. And and from there, they can make their own decision. But if you don't ever say anything, you're not, nothing's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, again, to your point, John is, you know, and I, I come from the banking world as well, and so I had trained my teller staff to do the exact same thing you're talking about. Right. And I've trained employees to do this in other industries I've worked in. If you don't ask and you don't try to upsell that customer on whatever it is that you're trying to do, guess what? They're going to walk into the next store. Next store is going to. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, is it the same store? Oh, yeah. Maybe not. But it, you know, I remember having bank clients, and I'm sure, John, you can yeah, attest to this, powers. that I'll suggest something to a customer, and he'd be like, Well, I I, you know I have accounts at this other bank and they didn't say anything exactly. Well, bring your money over here and I'll help you. So does
1: that sound like a really like a good thing, a a very helpful uh, service thing for for a client, or does that seem like a bad thing?
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's a really helpful thing. It's (laughs) a helpful and it really is. (laughs) Like wow, I can't help but they didn't ask you that question, but I'm going to, and that's why you're going to do business with me. I think something
1: an example maybe of an upsell that it can be wrong in the sense that, you know, you've assessed all the situation you've come up with the perfect solution. And next thing you know, there's solution, you know, X that will fill all their needs and it fits their budget. And next thing you know, you're pushing them and you're twisting their arm and you're telling them that they, they, they must go to the premium yeah. package. And they're like, but there's the 10 things on here I don't need. And you just said, I don't need them. Yeah. And I said, I want the gold package. You know, that's probably the upselling that I think people in their brains like. Oh, upselling is bad. Well, when you force something on somebody, yes, you know. Yeah. But
0: or as you're doing it as a salesperson, you're doing it for the wrong reasons because you're, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. So because today. you're going to make more money Correct. and you avoid their need right out the get-go. Correct.
1: And and, and knowing this as a consumer and as a business owner, because we're always looking at business to business services yep. all the time. You can sense that probably in the first, you know, few minutes. Oh, sure. Is how's this conversation going to go? And that's why usually for me, I, I usually say, "Let's cut right. Let's cut right to it." Or I don't really need to hear all the stuff. I'll figure that out later. Yeah. And I can really see just within a few minutes that you know, like, okay, buddy, you're, you know, you're you're upselling me, and you, we discussed this for thirty minutes that we don't need it. Yeah. And you just don't stop. Kind of like the we just did a little um, phone service. Um, uh, meeting today. And the guy was actually pretty cool. I said, can I have my own phones? And he said, sure. Instead of saying, well, our phones are, you know, this, and you should probably do this. And they connect better with our service. He's like, no, you can have your own phones. And I'm like, that's the kind of person i like to work with. Not, well, you know, this, uh, this, that, and the other. And, you know, and you're like, okay, we, I got to go. Exactly. (laughs) That's the upselling people don't like.
0: But I think you also take this concept of selling one step further and you know, even in regards to upselling, you know, as a you know, just strictly talking from a business to business standpoint, if I'm in a business you know, I'm a business owner and I'm talking to another business owner, I want to find out more about this business owner because I want to be able to sell them an idea. You know, is there a way for us to work together? Is there a mutual benefit here? You know, can you use my services and I can use yours? It's still selling, and no, it doesn't come across, there's no contracts involved, sometimes it's just Mm -hmm. just a handshake, but you're still selling it, but if you come at it from, how can I help you to help me, and let me help your needs, it comes less off of selling and more into that help, which is really what we're trying to get at, is, as a business owner, having that help mind frame propels your business above your competitors so much faster,
1: it, it it accelerates. it so fast. It, it's, it's, it's such a difference. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And that brings us to the topic three, right? It does. <laughs> so, It's just the idea of understanding like you are always every day you're presented with a ton of opportunities. You've got to use your brain to see how they, how you interconnect with those opportunities and then you need to strike on those opportunities. So we take all these calls every day, we have all these appointments and if you're not really selling your business, And yourself to them, you don't know what future dollars you may be leaving on the table. It's it's nearly insane if you you do the math.
0: And be open to having those conversations, right? So as a a marketer, and I go into businesses every day, all day, talking to hundreds of business owners. The first thing that happens, nine times out of ten, is I'll walk in, I'll introduce myself, and immediately... I get one or two reactions, a no before I ever offered a thing. Mm -hmm. Or two, I have a business owner running for the hills. (laughs) Be open as a business owner to being sold to. This person coming into your establishment, offering a service or offering a product, they're not doing it, hopefully, from a standpoint of just wanting to make more money for themselves. Hopefully they're doing it from a standpoint of, I want to help you do your business better. Correct. And you, because and you you're can, wearing all these other hats. Yep,
1: and you, and you can make that decision real quick, like I said. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you know the, 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 the fake from the real. But if it is real, then continue. Yeah. You, you want to be is, open, you If it is
0: genuine, you need to be open to that yeah. because they can offer you something that could be like, you know what? You I've spent it. a lot of hours a week on whether it's marketing, payroll, planning, you name it. As a business owner, you wear all these hats because you were told somewhere down the line—and 100% wrong—that you, as a business owner, you need to wear all these hats. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. No. You need to know what's going on in each of these departments, mm-hmm. but you don't need to be directly involved in each of these departments. Yeah, hopefully you're not. And so <laughs> because
1: we know. How but you
0: don't get these off. other departments yeah, yeah, unless yeah. someone sold it to you, right? Yeah, exactly. Someone sold you a payroll package. Someone told, sold you a planning program. Someone sold you a marketing platform that you should be using. It still sold it. Mm-hmm. You still bought it,
1: yep.
0: but it's bettering your business because that person came to you from that mind frame. And, you're, and that's what we're trying to get. You need to be, if they're gonna come in with that mind frame, you as a business owner need to be open on that mind frame. Yep. And, and understand being, being
1: open to that doesn't mean you know, that person, like you, you signed paperwork that day. It says, oh wow, I never even thought of that. You go do your research, yep. come back to that person and say, you know what? you got a pretty good uh, solution here. Let's, let's do some business. But I, I, um, I say this all the time as a, I, I actually enjoy, you know, working with other sales people because I, I like to just, kinda like <laughs> just just listen to them and hear them out. And I always tell everyone and I, and I open the door even for a lot of salespeople, depending on, you know, depending on kind of the initial, um, kind of, you know, as things are going, I, I can kind of see maybe who's there or, or maybe what's going on. But I, I give about 98% of them a shot. I'll open the door and I have a good chat with them. Yeah. And I've met some really good, usually uh, younger uh, people uh, most often, but uh, it's fun to just, just to hear them out. But I always say to my wife, I would say, I'm like, I'm, I wanna, I'm open to hearing anything. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's why like, for, for example, you know, Nick and I work together and Nick brings a lot of kind of weird ideas to the table and I've told them since day one, I'm like, hey, you know what, man? Just I'm open to hearing it. Let's talk for 20, 30 minutes on yeah. like, I don't know. could be the next best thing. It I could be. I
0: have no idea. But be open. You know, it's also to that point, <laughs> though, too, is like, you know, and I love talking to salespeople as well. And, you know, I like to do a point, especially if you can get to a point where we're sharing, you know, tricks and trades and different concepts of how we sell. Because I can always learn. I'm never done learning. Um, but I have had a few salespeople that I've ran into that, tried to just put the hardcore sale and whatever it yeah. is that they're offering. And they missed either asking me about a need or what's important is, is also asking what I do. Yeah, yeah, Because I know, I come at things a whole different way. Like if I know yeah, that yeah. this business owner has this background, feedback. Yeah. I'm going to go at it this yeah, way. Exactly. If I know that this person is a salesperson like I am, I have a different world because they're going to know the game a little bit. And so I think that does play into it. But as we come kind of wrap into this last one, and again, I want to tie these, you know, we want to tie these back to the last episodes. Be open to always selling your business. And I'm not just talking selling the why. And we're not just talking, you know, selling a product or service. You never know when someone's going to walk in and go, I really love this business. Is it for sale? It's also,
1: I think, I think the way I look at this is to, is just, we what we just talked about was very micro meaning yeah. like this guy comes in s- sells me a phone service and I'm like actually that could actually be like save me a lot of time and exactly money. I never thought of it so you're being open to the micro and also be open to the macro and that could mean large strategic partnerships yep or it could mean selling your business you know what I mean like you've got to always kind of have that hat on that that like okay out of the micro for a second here Wow, this is interesting. This guy just came to me and is saying like he's looking to buy a business just like mine. Yeah. And and I told him to leave, you know, I don't understand. Why did I just do that? (laughs) But if you're not thinking about it, now you might not even realize that. So maybe hopefully some people listening now will will actually think that way. That's something I've done very well in my just business, general business career is always thinking a lot bigger than what is right in front of you. And saying, like, you know what, maybe we could maybe we could work together in the future, like on a much larger level, yeah. and, or, and or maybe maybe I'm the person that's going to buy your business. I mean, it's not
0: all that out of the realm i mean let's let's talk a little bit yeah. here, so. and you never know if you're op- as a business owner, you're open to that conversation, that right deal might walk in the door, mm-hmm. or that right partner may walk in the door, and maybe you aren't you know to your point, John, maybe you're not ready to sell your business. But you are ready to stop working 60 hours a week mm-hmm. and so maybe this person maybe they want to buy it and maybe they're slightly younger than you are but what you can do is initially like hey i'm not really a sell but why don't you come in as a partner correct and then like we were talking a few episodes ago now you've got a partner that could ultimately exit your business for you and <laughs> you walk away nicely. They've got a business that they've already been working and they've already owned. Now they own full ownership, which is what they wanted to do in the first place. Exactly. Now everybody's happy. Yeah. But and, it all starts with that sale.
1: It, it, and so if you're not thinking big, even you, you hired this, uh, you know, worker and you didn't even put two and two together. Cause the, the just understand that, that, you know, younger understudy of yours might not have that macro view either. Yeah. So it's up to you as the business owner to think a little bit outside the box and saying, is this my next in line? Like if this person, like Susan is awesome. She is amazing. She says she wants to live here. She's got two kids here. You know, I mean, like everything lines up where she's actually looks like she could make a really big commitment here. Yeah. And I didn't think about it. She didn't think about it. Next thing you know, Susan's at some other company because, you know, she's trying to expand her yeah, horizons. Right. And, and you, you got to think about this stuff, guys. you gotta you got to open up that macro view and understand that it, the sale of your business could be right in front of you. You just never know. Yeah. And it could be kind of like what you said, the initial idea of just someone walking in and being up front the other problem with that usually is is that you're just not open at all and you're like oh no yeah no no or you just think you're you're going to get squeezed and you're not even being open there that is a big no-no too is just not giving that person the
0: time of day you don't know what they're going to offer you you exactly. have no idea talk a little bit it's okay is <laughs> that exactly. there's so many different ways to spin this thing so i think kind of as we close up here yep. you know take away f- you know, from my perspective, and I, you know, hopefully you, our listeners share the same on this, is selling is not a bad word. It's something we do every day. And a lot of times, if you're good at it, it's, you don't even know it, that you're doing it because you're selling for the right reasons. So sell your why. Sell those products and services with that mind frame of keeping people's lives better and filling their needs. And then again, just be open. Be open to being sold to, be open to that next selling activity because it's ultimately going to better your world. And again, just be open to it. Do not walk around in that fear and that hatred of that word.
1: Yeah. And my um, you know, follow through on this would be, or wrap up summary is just, if you, once you start looking at selling is like, hey, it's your job. If you've got something that to offer to help people out, it's your job to, to sell it. You know, and I can use a different word. You know, it's your job to express your message to the yeah. people. <laughs> I don't care what you call it. <laughs> yeah, it's selling. Basically, it's selling. And and even understand, even if you are a youngster, you're selling yourself to try to get that job. You are selling yourself. Yeah. If you're you know a, a, a business person trying to strategically partner up with somebody, or maybe do a, like a large part deal or something, like it's it's always selling. It's, it's never like, oh, well, we're just going to partner up and it's a win-win. It's like, yeah, but you have to understand, you have to make, take care of your end of things. You have to look professional sure. and make sure that you can back up you know your side of things. Yeah. So you know make sure you understand that. Could, once you let your guard down, and I think that's basically what we said at the end, is that business owner maybe being too prideful or not thinking big enough and letting their guard down Next thing you know, they're sitting in their business for 10 more years because they just weren't
0: thinking outside the box and understanding that every day you are selling. Yep. So with that, keep those opportunities open. I'm Dave McDonald with MobileTier. John Oliver, Agile Wealth Partners. And we'll catch you guys again on the Trailblazer Podcast. Thanks again for listening to Trailblazer, igniting business and community. Please follow us on Facebook at TrailblazerIBC, where you can post any questions or comments, or you can send them by email at trailblazeribc at gmail.com. Any statements and tools talked about are for conversational purposes. Please reach out to professionals for specific advice as it relates to your business.